Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 383, and today we'll be talking about the Betsy and the Ghost episodes from Summer Camp Island. I'm GC13. And I'm David. And so now we've come to the sad Summer Camp Island episodes. <laughs> Aren't you sad, David? Yes, I've been watching, somehow I wrote my partner into watching this season, and they haven't watched anything previously, which is awesome. <laughs> so it's just like, wow, Summer Camp Island's so sad. <laughs> Why is why is this show just a series of three episodes that all end on cliffhangers with no resolution and immense uh, tears? <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> I know that's all season We're going five back is. to Steven Universe, baby. <laughs> well, it's even funnier though because you just get these snippets of life, and they don't end in any particular way. It's because they're expecting you to already know. Well, right. It's fun because you're just getting a glimpse in the past and you know, okay, well, clearly Betsy isn't dating a ghost in the future. So I guess he must go somewhere. Oh, he does. Bye. (laughs) Um, There was an entire episode about him. Yeah. Well, he's not dating her anymore. (laughs) The when Ghost the Boy was first introduced, Susie acted very suspiciously about it, you know. We we had already heard her say that, okay, I tried to do it the nice way, but now I'm going to full-on banish you, and then it turns out that it's Pepper. But she acted suspiciously towards Betsy. A lot of people assumed, oh, oh, was there like a thing with them? And they do kind of have a very close friendship, as evidenced by that one werewolf episode they have that its name eludes me. But it turns out that, no, she did not memory wipe Ghost the Boy to keep him away from Betsy. She did not even know that he was her boyfriend. At the time, um, she just really doesn't want to think about Ramona because she represses everything. So wait, how does Ghost the Boy come back from that spell? I can't remember. He just appears um, at one point in their cabin. I can't remember exactly what makes him appear, but he goes from invisible to being a proper ghost. Although they're still doing the gag where he doesn't show up in photographs. Yeah. So we've had ghosts and we've had burping. Since, what, Susie and um, Ramona showed up on the island, ghosts and burping were involved, although maybe not quite explained as fully as they were here. Yeah, Susie does refer to them as ghost burps, even back in season three. Yeah, but now we finally understand the full thing, and I like that this was so core to the series that it's been there in the theme song the whole time. But <laughs> now we now it makes sense why Susie, of all of the... You know, characters would be the one burping the ghost <laughs> in the intro, so. A little, little sad, though. I finally got an answer to one of my questions about whether Alice and Betsy were both made immortal together, or whether uh, Alice was already immortal. It turns out that, yes, Alice and Betsy were made immortal together, as the dialogue suggested. And, interestingly enough, they did a two witches, one potion on us, just like Susie and Mildred. So I wonder if that was intentional on Susie's part or if she was just a cheapskate with the potions the whole immortality thing is something I want to understand more I want to know who's making these potions so casually when they seem to be irreversible and um I don't know decisions made so easily well you saw how Susie was ready to give up her immortality it's not irreversible it's a choice you make um yeah well that's with the island's weird thing (laughs) <laughs> right like the that was the what was that the same pool well or were they doing a brew on top of the mountain 
Now all these images are mixed in my brain. Yeah, it was, uh, she had some witch's cauldron up there that she was going to do it. Now, I don't know if she needed to be up there to have the strength to do it or not, but that's where she decided to go to save their friendship. Well, yeah, I guess it's not as bad then. That is true. They can reverse it. I guess they all are just staying alive so that they can see through this island project. Uh, 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 staying alive, staying alive. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's just get to it. Um, Susie's horrible town of ghosts. That's quite the image. <laughs> quite the image. I wouldn't say it's horrible, the town itself. I would say it's more horrible that she is this emotionally repressed that she's had the opportunity to do this. Especially when she talks up the ghosts as therapy and then is like, eh, but not for me. Right. I, she kind of knows their purpose. Funny that witches, or at least immortal. Well, is it just when you're immortal? That you get the ghost burps? Yeah, that's right, how she yeah. explains it to Alice. Yeah, so I, that's a fun... I, I love that they came up with that. Although it seems like the ghost could just as easily torture you and linger around you. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not sure it's always a healthy result if a ghost pops out of you and says, I want to talk about how sad it is that your friend left you. You know, maybe that's emotional processing, but I feel like you could also be in the wrong headspace. I think you need to work your way through those feelings. Yeah. Jim Jams wasn't particularly supportive either, though. <laughs> uh, well, Jim Jams was having a rough adjustment period. I mean, going from Ramona to Susie, I'd be pretty sour, too. Right, no one brushes their teeth anymore after Ramona left. Not that there's anything wrong with Susie, by the way. Just a <laughs> difficult adjustment period. I want that to be known. Uh-huh, there's nothing wrong with Susie. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed that they kind of did a bit of a fake-out with the fact that... Uh, Susie doesn't have two dads, but just two dad memories, because we meet her parents in the next episode. But I yeah. love that it's made her own sort of wretched family <laughs> with two dad memories and memory of Ramona and trying to force them together. I love how quickly the little family develops and Ghost the Boy is, you know, distraught of how much time they've spent together and taken photos in just one day. <laughs> they're already treating him like you know his entire lifetime yeah that's gonna be a lot of photo albums yeah um, i i did th you mentioned what's coming up in the next story arc and i i guess there's no point in going through their names but there are a lot of characters from the next story arc in that swamp and i just thought it was very neat being able to see them and recognize hey i know who those three girls are hey i know who those two people listening to weepy are it was a quick setup for, you know, an Adventure Time type show, which normally presents these types of ideas way before they are relevant, whereas, you know, we just get an immediately followed up explanation. Even Weepy's lyrics make sense after the next story arc. Right, no, directly. I mean, what, so there's the Corn Girls, there's the mention of the Heathers. Yeah, there's Miss Mary, there's Rachel, and there's the annoying great-grandmother. Yeah. Who, who they skip out on. Suspiciously, her mother is missing. It's interesting that there's two dad memories, but no mom memory. Don't know what that implies yet. I guess we'll find out, huh? Maybe she hides out in her own Hall of Mooms. I don't know. Hmm. Fascinating. My God, seeing all of, all of Susie's maternal ancestors would be crazy. It would be. It feels like they almost set up the concept 
just to be able to do it again with Susie in some more heartbreaking way, right? Because that's the story of Susie. Just when you think, oh, that whole Ramona thing was terrible, then you get, oh, that whole sister thing was terrible. And then you get, oh, more generational trauma incoming. Susie is like a box of oops, all trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, accurate. Poor Susie. No wonder she has it so rough. I, I like her uh, little mistake on the microphone. <laughs> hey, Jim Shams, where'd you put my pants? I think I feel a draft. <laughs> I'm glad that she feels so comfortable around Jim Jams that have just uh, blown in the wind. But, you know, if there were some uh, space aliens nearby, that would have been just an appropriate message. But it was a little embarrassing in front of other witches. Yeah. Oh, well. I, I like that she's not even mortified that she left the microphone on. She's just like, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure all the other witches know about this by now. They know <laughs> what she's like. I mean, Susie just objectively farts the most on the island, so no no surprises there. I mean, it is it is one of her three basic expressions according to Oscar. <laughs> and he was her assistant, her loyal assistant, so. Yep. He knows. We know so much about Susie already. I appreciate that while these episodes are about Susie, they also give, you know, Alice a chance to appear or betsy a chance to no wait yes alice betsy is also kind of there they both get their chances to shine yeah or wait oh my god which names alice takes charge in the search for betsy yes alice is very sweet and i appreciate that she's the one not jerk on the island um it seems like everyone was pretty willing to leave her for dead which is crazy Especially since the ritual they were doing was just, oh, don't say hi to a fifth yeti. You know, like, the stakes aren't that high. And then they go as high as, well, maybe we sometimes kill our initiates. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they, they were going to kill her now. They were uh, terrified about what would happen if Susie woke up while they were out. But as uh, Alice pointed out, not too likely. Yeah, so did Susie... Why did Susie not want them to do initiation ceremonies? Is it that her actually being, like, mature and emotionally intelligent? Or she just didn't want them around? No, it didn't have anything to do with any initiation ceremonies. It's just she was very tired. She had been up all day after oh, not right. sleeping the previous night. So she didn't want any noise to disrupt her sleep. She needed a full REM cycle. Right, it wasn't otherwise a role. It was just because of her fart announcement, yes. <laughs> I liked how when Alice came to her for counsel after she made a ghost burp, she asked, is this my life now? Am I cursed? And Susie says, no, you're not cursed, but yes, this is your life now. It's not a curse, it's just what happens to us. And it's like, (laughs) so she completely comforts Alice while acknowledging that, yeah, that's just going to happen. Let me explain it to you so it doesn't feel like what they did with the swamp. It's not going to feel so creepy. Once you've uh, gotten to know the place. Uh-huh. Which is a... It sounds like a curse with extra steps. I, I'm pretty Ooh, sure it la. is. But I guess if it's a benefit, it's not really a curse. Well, I mean, if you're willing to accept the therapy. If you go to great lengths to avoid it, you might ruin your friend's life. Yeah. So, if Susie can dissipate the ghosts, does she normally not do it because she has somewhat of a heart? Mm, I mean, it's, it's like in Monster Babies. Where, uh, you know, just turning the monsters back into adults was so much easier than killing them. And it just so happened to also be the right thing to do. Yeah. So she has a little bit of empathy in her for, you know, these conscious beings. Somewhere. 
Well, Mildred's the only one who's farted a ghost into existence. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome when we get there. And uh, since I am on the Emma is Mildred train, I was watching Emma in this episode. And while she is there at the start when they do their little holdy hands ritual, um, she ends up just outside. She's pruning a tree while everyone else is watching this uh, love blossom. And then when everyone else is at the tennis court watching, she's just staring off into the forest somewhere like, ooh, a butterfly or something. She is suspicious. Very suspicious. Also, I I did enjoy that the whole, you know, you know, maybe we should use a magic ritual. And Alice is (laughs) like, okay, let's do that. But first, let me change our outfits. And then they all hold hands and they immediately know exactly which chant to start. Like, there was no discussion at all. And I mean, Yes, them discussing their magic would be boring, but on the other hand, it is very funny to have them know exactly what spell. Of course, especially given that, you know, she was so torn up about finding her, and yet they could have just done that spell the entire time. But while she feared, oh, maybe she's dead, no, I I could have also just found you with a spell immediately. So it was partially just performance for performative friendship. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, like, I I want her to feel very looked for. This is the most recent flashback we've seen of the island when there's still witches. I I don't know when the witches all go away and when they hide away. The the most recent we've seen them is immediately before the campers are arriving. Okay. The campers are on the ferry to the island preparing the summer camp. Yeah. And she's, Susie's doing like a little song and dance number with them about how. I'm going to be hanging out with Ramona, not you guys. Yeah, that's weird. I guess that's technically true. Why are they still there? I guess we... Will that ever be explained? (laughs) It's not going to be in any of these flashbacks, I guess, because they're just there up until the islanders, or the, you know, campers appear. Yeah, what I'm hoping for, crossing my fingers really hard, is that eventually it's revealed that Susie sent all the other witches off on summer vacation. I guess, immediately? (laughs) Doesn't make sense. I mean, it would be funny, wouldn't it? I I can't think of any reasonable explanation. So they have to go with something funny. So, hey, we were all off on summer vacation. Yeah, that's the thing you do when, if you spend too much time away from the island, you forget you're a witch. You're right. At this point... Don't think about it. Within the whole, like, retcon idea, that's, like, the biggest piece that I guess they had trouble fitting back in. So why not just make all the witches have been hanging out on an alternate you know, island the whole time. Either that or they got themselves trapped inside a coax and they're still trying to untangle some friendship bracelets. Something. That sounds like something Susie would do, trap them all inside so they don't scare the babies. (laughs) So can ghosts touch things or not? Did that bother you in the series of episodes? How Ghost the Boy sometimes physically interacts with things? Or like that the ghost toast rests on the table a little bit, the blanket rests a little bit on Ghost the Boy? I liked how he had the oven mitts on and then they uh, can't pass through the uh, roof with him or the skylight with him. Mm-hmm. So they fall down to the floor. And yet it's like, yeah, there's no way I'm picking up that tennis ball. Like he was wearing them, though. They were on yeah, him. I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe it's like, you know how you know how Steven and Connie have those gloves, the uh, those special gloves that let you use your touch screen without taking your winter gloves off? Uh, maybe... Susie has so many ghost burps, and she secretly enjoys ghost toast. 
So what she did is she got some oven mitts made that ghosts are able to wear. So it's so they can hold the mitts and the mitts can hold the the ghost the ghost toast stuff. That is exactly the type of fan theory that I can get behind. It it works enough. I'm not sure why ghost Just toast. Enough. I don't know. I feel like there's some amount of contact that ghosts have sometimes. Because, like, the tennis ball doesn't just phase directly through ghost blowing, right? It kind of, like, disrupts its little cloud a little bit. So, I don't know. It it just depends on how hard they're trying, maybe. Yeah, maybe you just have to want it enough, and there's nothing ghosts want more than toast. Remember, haunting and toast, those are the two things ghosts are all about. The only two things ghosts do, apparently. Oh, man. Love that this romance developed out of that. Man, I liked that little frog musician guy. I liked his song. I liked his be careful what you wish for before, like, doing the most immense overacting you've ever seen. I liked that they had an ambulance that it was apparently tailing the ghosts the whole time. That was just straight out of Over the Garden Wall. Incredible Over the Garden Wall vibes. I want to see singing frogs with beautiful saccharine voices again and doing weird little side quests for no reason like having to make a frog you know pass out but he's actually acting (laughs) yeah that frog guy right there is single-handedly rehabilitating banjos in the swamp for me yeah that's some primal fear right there (laughs) although uh speaking of that scene i did like that what was it a cupcake on a string they had for their alligator is that what was getting him closer that's amazing yeah, I love the little diagram that pops up for no reason, just because... Oh, yes, yes. Sometimes Summer Camp Island does that. Let's you know how close they are. Yeah. I feel like there's a word, probably a German word, that describes the feeling of explaining something more than necessary... It does not need to be ...in explained. a visual medium. <laughs> yeah. Because there's just something enjoyable about it. I-, I liked how Betsy had her own telephant... You sending a telegram to her parents. Oh, they even got me back into a dress. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, pants time! And now her parents are dead. No, I'm just kidding. But they probably are. Uh, how sad. Yeah, well, they didn't sound like the best parents anyway. Yeah, putting their kid in. You know, it was just the time. Everyone's gotta grow up. At least we know they thought they were sending her to a school. Or at least they told her she was going to a school. And then they were really freaked out when they started getting telegrams from that school that they definitely did not intend to send her to. <laughs> I don't know how long these kids like maintain these their relationships with their parents or not after they went away on the island forever. But we probably won't get tragic stories about those too, because how many times do you need that tragic story to be played out? Yeah, Susie has plenty of tragedy for the whole coven. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's been us on the Betsy and the Ghost episodes. Join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Don't forget to leave us a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com. <laughs>